0: small business sessions with Enterprise Nation. I am your host Emily Chiswell and this is just one of the ways that we showcase the brilliance of what our members are up to. I mean whole range of stuff as you will see from our series so far. It's just brilliant and this week yet another one for you. Hopefully a great excuse as well for you to grab a cup of tea, take a bit of time out, maybe get inspired, enthused, encouraged or maybe just have a little bit of a stop never a bad thing. This week, Enterprise Nation member Mary Matthews. She's the founder of Memrica. There's a really, truly personal story behind the the life of this product so far and where it all started from. Uh, Mary has developed an app that is on a mission to help with memory loss. That's where it is now. It's gone through lots of different shapes and forms, as you'll hear. But that is what it is trying to do. Uh, And also, just a heads up, this is a Skype chat, by the way. So there are a few blips and bits here and there that might be tricky to hear but hopefully not to the point where you can't understand it so just a little bit of a heads up on that right over to mary mary tell me if i meet you how do you explain what memrica is what what is it that you do
1: memrica is creating a backup memory for people who are anxious about forgetting essential information about people and places And that is impacting on their social confidence. So, you know, if you use a, a calendar, you know, you can put in what you're doing, where you're going and the time you're doing it. But what the calendar doesn't do for you is tell you how you know the people who are going to be at that event. It doesn't tell you what you normally talk about. It doesn't tell you what that person's preferences are. The kind of shared history we all take for granted that is kind of the fabric of our life. But actually, if you can't access that it can make you feel really anxious that you're going to get something wrong and you're going to make a mistake. And a lot of people find that they don't want to be in that situation and so they start withdrawing from social activity. That leads them to be depressed and then that means that their memory problem becomes even worse. So what we're trying to do is intervene at the stage where you're still out and about, you're still confident, you're beginning to be a little bit worried about the fact your memory isn't working as well as it used to and to give you confidence that actually all of the information you need is going to be at your fingertips.
0: Wow, it's pretty powerful stuff, isn't it? I mean, it's pretty big stuff. Tell me how on earth you go into developing or coming up with an idea like this. Give us a bit of a background, Mary, of how it came about.
1: So I started this in a slightly different place. Uh, my sister had motor neurone disease, and, which is a horrible, horrible illness, and um, died. And family memory became really, really important to me. I was working in the video games industry at the time and surrounded by technology, even though I'm not a developer. I kind of discovered that i would got a knack for being able to understand how to put different technologies together to make something new and different. And I had this idea that I wanted to be able to access the memories of my sister quickly instead of having to search through multiple timelines and albums. And so I created an app that gave you a virtual shortcut to the memories that you wanted to see instantly by connecting them to a physical object. So if I give you an example, my sister had given me an amazing vase for one of my birthdays. And whenever I look at that vase, I always think of her. And so I was able to take a picture of that vase, connect the memories of her that I wanted to see instantly. And then when I opened my smartphone or tablet camera, I could uh, look at the vase with it and that would instantly trigger the recall of those favourite memories. And it was when I was showing people how this worked that people started talking to me about using this to support people living with dementia. And what they were obviously thinking of was reminiscence therapy, you know, kind of reliving times gone by and happy times. And my mother-in-law was in the early stage of dementia at the time, and I just felt that actually what she needed was something to help her feel more confident, to help her to continue to live the life she always had in the way she always had as long as possible.
0: God, it's a real its a real, you know, personal background to the development of it as an idea, isn't it? Take us from then, yeah, just take us up to the present day of, of the journey of Memrica, I guess.
1: So the journey started with talking to a lot of people, you know, NHS, um, organisations like the Alzheimer's Society, Young Dementia UK, Um, as well as people living with early dementia, I began to see that there was a huge gap in the market for tools that would help people who were still quite technically able and still quite active to continue to be out and about and do the things they've always loved. There was a lot of reminiscence therapy, and and those are fabulous for people who really, really are perhaps at a later stage of dementia or or the elderly. And also, similarly, a lot of sensors and monitors that would give families comfort that someone they love is able to live independently alone. But actually, for people who are still quite active, still can get out and about, this really wasn't very suitable. And so the first thing that I, the first route I went down, used facial recognition technology running locally on the device. Um, So developed this alongside a kind of a visual diary approach. So putting pictures into calendar reminders tested it people loved uh, the visual diary initially they loved the facial recognition but after testing it over a longer period it became apparent that actually this was a little frustrating because it needed a lot of training to make it 100% accurate and in that training people just got frustrated with it that it you know one day it would return a correct result and the next day it wouldn't and then there was also the the kind of interaction barrier that if the first thing you do when you meet someone is hold up a smartphone or tablet in front of their face to recognize them, that actually is a bit of a barrier. Now, some people said that um, you know, I'm always taking photographs of people, so actually this is normal behaviour for me. But others said, Do you know what? I'd much rather just say, I can't remember who you are, uh, I you know, I'm living with early dementia. Would you mind telling me? And so we kind of pulled back from that and then talked to our user group about if it's not just what someone looks like, what else is it that will give you confidence that you can go out and make the most of every day? And that's where this whole idea of context came about. The idea that shared history is so important for social relationships. Having access to, you know, how you know someone, what you normally talk about, what their favourite food is, is so important because without that, you're kind of stumped as to what to talk about and you end up being a passenger in a conversation and people hated that. And so that's where we started. And technically, we've got a load of clever stuff going on with some very clever developers that I'm working with, um, which uses some natural language processing, some neural networks, some document databases, and um, a a system that creates an inference around what does somebody need at any one particular moment. So I I suppose the simple example is that you've got uh, a diary event coming up, you've added someone who's going to be at that event, and you can instantly see from your stored content who is going to be at that event, and then how you know them, what you talk about whether they like sugar in their coffee, who their grandchild is, whether they've got a cat or a dog, etc., etc. But then we want to extend that to being a lot more clever to be able to learn how a user lives their life and what they do every day so that we can begin to bring things to them when they need it rather than them having to interrogate the system at every time. What, what challenges
0: have you had in, in the development of Memrica? What, what have been the biggest hurdles, do you think, in its development?
1: I think initially one of the biggest hurdles was convincing people that people who were aging with a memory problem actually wanted to use digital technology. So I remember going to talk to one NHS trust and talking to them about what I was doing And a doctor, you know, raised their eyebrows and said, what, you're expecting people of 70 to use an iPad?
0: Yeah, I bet. Yeah.
1: And I just said, look, they're using it now. You know, let's not forget that we have a tech savvy generation that's grown up with this technology. And the over 55s are the biggest adopting uh, generation of this technology because it's so simple, it's so easy and so supportive. I guess you know the challenge of being a startup is is always around funding, yeah, and also finding the right people to work with. And I I don't have a co-founder, and I would love to have a co-founder, but I just haven't found the person I can click with who is available and can afford to work with me without any reward at the moment. I would love to find that person because it's lonely and it's hard making all the decisions every single day when you're overseeing development you're doing the commercial work you're doing the spreadsheets you're doing your VAT return yeah you know, you're doing the pitching all of that. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's the the joy of starting your own business, all too familiar, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Mary, tell me about Enterprise Nation. How have you found um, being a member with us has helped, you know, the development of everything?
1: I think it's the community that, that is really valuable and also the resources that are available online. When you can't necessarily always uh, dig into one of the webinars or log in live, you know, it's fantastic that all of those resources are available just to quickly dip into and get the nugget that you're really looking for.
0: That's oh, so good to hear. It's always so good to hear these things. So at the moment, we are asking everyone we're chatting to, if they could choose a superpower to help grow their business, or <laughs> that would be the one that you need up your sleeve right now from Emrica, what would you choose? And why, obviously, we want to know why.
1: Gosh, that is so tempting. There are so many things I would love to be able to do. I think time travel,
0: Good one, great choice. Tell me, tell me why?
1: Because do you remember in the Harry Potter film when Hermione had the watch that allowed her to go backwards and forwards in time that she so that she could multitask and achieve millions of things <laughs> instead of going to go class? Brilliant! Um, I would love to be able to kind of set my time clock so that I could achieve one thing and then set my time clock back in time again so that I could go back and do something else. (laughs) That sounds great. When you come
0: up with that, Mary, do let me know because I'm sure we'd (laughs) we'd have a great business there. You heard it here first. It's got to be one of our top choices, that, doesn't it? It comes up a lot. Are we surprised? I think I'd choose that just anyway in life, let alone as a small business owner. Um, thank you very much to Mary for this week's small business session. If you want more of these, there's loads of them. Find us on iTunes, type in the small business sessions and da, they're all there. We're, we're racking up quite a few now, uh, so plenty to choose from. Or maybe a fancy featuring brilliant we'd love to chat to you we're always on the lookout for people to natter to head to enterprisenation.com you can find out a bit more about who we are and what we do there's loads of different benefits of being a member with us and this is just one of them you've got discounts for events meetups with other members ebooks advice sessions master classes webinars the whole lot enterprisenation.com for more information Next week, a very sort of on-trend product we're chatting to. These guys have come up with a brilliant idea that links in with Airbnb and the massive rise of that. They're creating little toiletry packs, really, for people staying in those properties. So, yes, yeah, something really different and really looking forward to sharing it. We will see you then for another small business session.